you pray with me? Lord God, we long for your presence. We find the world has become so isolating. We need community. We're grateful for the community that we find here today, Lord. Community with one another, community with you. Lord, may we find the healing and the hope and the faith and the love that we long for today. May we open our hearts to receive a fresh anointing of your spirit who can bring those things. To that end, Lord, I pray that you would pour upon me the gift of preaching, that my very frail and broken and human words might, by the power of your Holy Spirit, become your living word, uniquely crafted for each and every one of our hearts. We pray it with great confidence, for we pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, today's the final sermon in my summer music series, and since I'll be out of town next Sunday on our high school trip to Florida, it's my last message before sabbatical. The title of today's song is Craig by Walker Hayes. It's not about my Craig. (laughs) It's a song about what what a healthy and winsome witness to Christ really looks like. But it's also a perfect song for Father's Day for the person Craig in the song Helps is no other than Walker Hayes, who is the person who wrote and sings the song. Yes, it's a true story about a time when Walker, a husband and father of six, had hit rock bottom and felt like an absolute failure. Yet when he stumbles into a church and meets Craig, everything changes. Let's listen. I'm at Craig at a church called Redeeming Grace. It's like he understood my I don't want to be here face. I felt out of place and I smelled like beer, but he just shook my hand, said, I'm glad you're here. He says, we'll all be judged, but he was never judgmental. And even though my songs don't belong in no hymn, he quote me my lyrics, slapped me on the back, said, man, you got a gift. How you write like that? Yeah, I know. He sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet But Craig, I get Now he can't Walk on water Or turn a nap of valley red But he just might Be tight with a man That did Now he's not the light of the world But I wish that mine was bright as his Yeah, he just might Be tight with a man Fake bass. Dealership said we're gonna need to get that minivan back. So we were down in one car, and broke as I felt. And my wife has six kids and only five seat belts. I needed help, but couldn't admit I was struggling. I said, Craig, it's all good, but he knew it all wasn't. A hey man, I'm praying for you would have been sufficient, but nah. He took roadside assistance to a whole nother level. The sacrificial heights. Showed up at the ballpark after my son's game. One night in two cars with his wife, Laura, watching from the other. I said, what in the world are y'all doing here, brother? He just laughed inside that old price of town and country van With the keys and the title and the pen and the sand Said, man, all you gotta do is sign in this yours I said, no, no way, but he wouldn't take no for an answer He said, please do, somebody did this for me once Just let me do this for you We argued about it for a little while Then I teared up and Craig smiled Yeah, I know, he sounds cool, right? 
Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? He can't walk on water or turn a Napa Valley red, but he just might be tight with a man that did. Now he's not light of the world, but I wish that mine was bright as his. Yeah, he just might be tight with a man. Ashamed to be adequately grateful at the moment, but I signed the dotted line and I drove the kids home. And when a cop pulled up beside us at the light, they didn't have to duck, 'cause thanks to Craig, they were all buckled up. He tells the story in a clever way, doesn't he? By the way, he's a country music singer. I'm at、so、Craig at a church called Redeeming. It's not、uh, typical for him, but it's a great song. The lyrics are honest, poignant, witty, and hope-filled all at the same time. As Craig said, "Man, you've got a gift. How you write like that?" Every time I hear this song, the story gets to me. When we witness someone sacrificially loving another person like this. Well, we see Jesus, and in a world that celebrates selfishness, that stands out. I immediately think this is how I want to be treated, and how God calls us to treat one another. As Katie read in First John, dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to, we also ought to love one another the way God loves us.、Um, this is Walker with Craig. Um, can you go back to that? Yeah, sorry. This is Walker with Craig, and how Craig loved the way he lived out his faith was the beginning of Walker's faith. Think about that. Think about the power that our love has in other people's lives. How Craig loved the way he lived out his faith was the beginning of Walker's faith. Walker said this in an interview with Craig. On the Today Show, the unconditional love of Craig and his family truly changed our life, and we saw Jesus in them so clearly. And that's coming from an atheist. Craig and his family made such an impact on the Hayes that not only did Walker become a Christian, but they now live next door to each other and they're best friends. What can we learn from their story about God's calling for how Christians are to love and what it means to be a good father? Walker Hayes, who the year before this happened, had a record deal, a top ten single, and was nominated by CMT Awards for the Breakthrough Video of the Year. Walker is now struggling. His record deal is gone. His income has crashed. He's now working at Costco, and he's lost the only car big enough to hold his family. The worst of all, and worst of all, the child that he and his wife of 14 years, Lainey, were expecting has died. As a result, he's struggling in every way, including with drinking too much. Having hit rock bottom, what does he do? Even though he doesn't believe in God, Walker has the courage to walk into church and have a conversation with a pastor. 
There are many of you who won't walk into a church and have a conversation with your pastor, right? It just feels a little nerve-wracking. Like, what's he going to expect of me? Is he going to judge me? I hope you know I wouldn't. But I'm impressed that Walker did that, right? I mean, he just strolled into a church he'd never heard of and sat down and had an honest conversation. And from the very moment Walker met Craig, he sensed something different. The love of Christ. As John writes in today's passage, this is how love is made complete among us. In this world, we are like Jesus. This is how the church moves forward. And honestly, I think this is why the church is not moving forward right now. I don't think the church, all of us, are doing a very good job of being like Jesus. Since Walker doesn't know or believe in Jesus... Craig is, is the only picture of Jesus he has. It's literally how Walker first understood Jesus' unconditional love for him. He saw Jesus' love in how Craig loved him. That's God's calling for each and every one of us in the world. And i got to tell you, it's a really cool calling because people rarely, if ever, are bothered when people love them, Right? We all want more acceptance, affirmation, encouragement. Someone coming alongside of us, giving us hope. Walker sings, I still haven't figured out church yet, but Craig, I get. Right? So there's this moment where church may not make any sense at all, but people do. And when they see Jesus in you or in me, it helps them see God. How is Craig able to love him like that? By living out our identity statement, in a sense, of acknowledging his own brokenness, and in the face of that sin, learning to be loved by Jesus so that he can love like Jesus. There's a line in the song where um, Craig says, hey, someone did something for me one time like this, let me do this for you. And I don't think he means literally that somebody gave him a car, I think he's talking about Jesus. Somebody saved me, somebody helped me, somebody came alongside of me, let me... Come alongside of you. Soon, Craig's Jesus-side love, Jesus-sized love, begins to, as Jesus' love does, change Walker's circumstance in his life. Walker's down to one car, too few seatbelts for his family, and he didn't expect much from Craig. I mean, what's he going to do? Walker sings, a hey man, I'm praying for you, would have been sufficient, but nah, he took roadside assistance to a whole other level to sacrificial heights. Craig shows up with the perfect gift for the Hayes family, the title to a minivan that allows the family to be legal and safe on the road. Here's how Walker recalls his response. He says, My pride was way too ashamed to be adequately grateful at the moment. But I signed the dotted line, and I drove the kids home. And when the cop pulled up beside us at the light, they didn't have to duck because thanks to Craig, they were all buckled up. This is what God's, look, God's love looks like. This is what God's love looks like. It's not Pollyannish, pie-in-the-sky platitudes. I love you so much, Walker. Hope you don't get arrested on the way home from the game. In contrast, God's love is tangible. Now, no information is given for where the money came from for the van, but I would imagine, because I've done this myself many times, that he made an appeal 
He let church members know of the dire need that the Hayes family had. And as an act of faith and love, the community sacrificially ponied up enough money to buy the van. That's the way it works. And that is the way it works, right? And I want to say this congregation is amazing at that. I can't tell you when I make appeals, I've never had an appeal I've made that wasn't fulfilled. Ever. Ever, ever. Do you remember Hurricane Harvey? We had so many people in our church whose homes were damaged. And we, had, we were helping those in the neighborhoods around us. This church, 200, 220 in worship, raised $160,000. Wow. That's amazing. In those moments, I knew what it was to be Christ to those around us. That's powerful. That's love in action, right? Is when we sacrificially give of ourselves, our time. By the way, we gave many, many hundreds of hours mucking out houses. And there were so many things we did to be Christ to one another in that particular season. When we love this way, when we love this sacrificially, it changes everyone involved. For the Walker family, this tangible expression of love is the moment when their lives begin to lift from rock bottom. And of all the moments they experienced Jesus' love through Craig, this is the moment where they see how extravagant God's love is and how, how much it can be for us. As Christians, may we not forget this. May we not forget the impact that our love for others can have on them, not only tangibly, but also speaking to them about God and his love for them. And so this is where Walker begins to be a witness himself. A witness of what it means to be a good father. Some might say, what do you mean? He's a failure. He obviously isn't providing even for the basic needs of his family. Au contraire. There are many facets of being a good father. Yes, in our culture, providing for your family is the one that gets prized. But what about teaching our children what it means to be courageous when things aren't going well? What about teaching our children what it means to swallow our pride and be humble? And acknowledge our reliance on others. Some of the most important lessons we teach our children only happen when things aren't going well. The question is, how will we handle it? Walker's love for his family and his resulting courage to do whatever it took to be a good father caused him to swallow his pride, humble himself, and receive the gift. And so let me ask the fathers out there. I mean, let's be honest. If we were in Walker's shoes, would we actually get over our pride and take the car? Or would our pride stand in the way? And if our pride wins, what does that teach our children? So many of us struggle accepting help from others, even when we desperately need it. I have a friend here at St. Andrews, I can see him in the congregation right now, who in the midst of a a conversation about surrendering fully to Christ said to me, my giver works fine, it's my receiver that's broken. As soon as he said it, like an arrow through the heart, I was convicted. It's so easy to embrace that kind of thinking. I don't mind being the benevolent person who helps others, but if I'm in need, I can't receive. That's so hard, isn't it? It's hard to be a good receiver. And even Walker struggled with it. We saw it, right? He was struggling with his own pride in that moment too. But we have to get over it. And so what does it mean to be a good father? 
It means that we have to have the courage and the faith to demonstrate to our children that in contrast to the mantra that proclaims it's shameful to have to rely on anyone but yourself, in truth, we all need others. And there's no shame in receiving help when we need it. And, you know, today's Father's Day, my dad's here, and he's that kind of man. He's humble, he's teachable. He taught me that um, self-reliance is not everything, that we are a family who relies on each other. And I'm so grateful for that, Dad. Thank you. Alternately, when we teach our children to never rely on anyone but themselves, not only are we training them to undervalue community, and as such, in their rugged self-reliance, they could end up isolated and lonely, we're also clearly saying to them that they don't need Jesus. For by its very nature, being redeemed and forgiven for our sins by Jesus requires that we concede that we are not, in fact, self-reliant. And that we surrender our very lives to him. That is what Jesus asks of us. And so when Walker swallows his pride for the sake of his family in that moment, he's demonstrating to his children the very essence of what it means to be a good father. And from there, as he got back on his feet and his career restarted, I heard this morning from someone that he sang at the rodeo this year. Not a bad rebound, right? That, by the way, this happened in 2018, so it was five years ago. So he's now not only providing well for his family, he decided he wanted to be a Craig too. He says, I want to be a Craig. I want to be more selfless and look outward. I want to give back, and this fund allows us to do so together. Well, the fund is called Be a Craig Foundation that he started. And the foundation page says, Do you know someone in need of an act of kindness? Someone who needs a break. They Are they in need of a dependable vehicle? We want to know about them. Tell us their story and how a new car could bless them. Pretty amazing, right? So now he's not only providing for his family, he's being a witness to others in the way that he's being generous. So another way to be a good father or mother or grandparent or aunt or uncle is to be a Craig. To be disciples of Jesus who, in addition to living lives that encourage dependence on God and others, like Craig, are willing to sacrificially love not just our own family, but those God brings into our lives. For it's our lives that speak the loudest. By the way, you can get one of these shirts. I love them. Be a Craig. If you go to the foundation page, uh, money will go to the foundation if you buy one. Francis Schaeffer writes this, No work of art is more important than the Christian's own life. It is to be a thing of truth and also a thing of beauty in the midst of a lost world. That's what it means to be a Craig. May we all be like Walker. May we all be like Craig. For the world has enough self-centered, arrogant, get-out-of-my-way-I-don't-need-help-from-anyone people, doesn't it? And we're all experiencing what kind of world such attitudes create. No, God has always and will always call those of us who follow Jesus to live radically different love and grace-filled lives. 
So like Walker, may we be a witness to others of what it means to rely not only on ourselves, but on God and others. May we be people who, in addition to their giver, their receiver works fine. And like Craig, may we be a winsome witness for Christ as we sacrificially love those God brings into our lives. In so doing, we live out St. Andrew's vision of encouraging each other daily to follow Jesus and love the world. To that end, I want to say a prayer I mentioned to you, Lectio 365, which is an app that has a daily devotional that I really like on it. It's kind of a prayer-type devotional, and it ends with this each day. And so let's, let me pray this over us. Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.